Dusty Roads of Boston. Roads of Men. Murderous Teeth. With them, they brought such fantastic works as Red vs. Blue, The Strangerhood, Panics, and even Reconstruction. But they were not satisfied with just putting on figures. They decided to one day rule the interwebs with podcasts. For I'm introducing the Rooster Teeth Trunk Tank. Hey everyone, welcome to the New <laughs> I, Age Podcast. Uh, yeah, I don't know what to say about Sounds that. Sounds like something out of Epcot. <laughs> <laughs> I only picked that one because uh, the guy was so confident, he uh, made the subject of his email, epic awesome theme. Oh, well, there you so go. So it was like, it, it was so it. epic and so awesome I had to use it. It was it was undeniable. It like burned a trail through the internet to get to my inbox. <laughs> and I think everyone's kind of down today. Everyone's feeling a little sick, a little under the weather. Yeah, I'm a little, I'm a little, I got sick what, tummy. What's, what's wrong with you? I don't know, I just, uh, at about like 9am I started to feel nauseous. That has nothing to do with all the paint fumes you've been inhaling the last couple of weeks, has yeah, it? Yeah, I did paint till about 2 a.m. last night, but I don't think that's it. I don't know what it is. Can be the years of alcoholism or anything like that catching up to you. I don't think you. so. Yeah. I've also slowly been poisoning you in this room. I don't know. <laughs> Enjoy okay. that bottle of scotch. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, you drank that bottle of scotch like in two days. That's not gone. It's still there. <laughs> the bottle? Yes, the bottle. Yes, is the bottle there. is there. The <laughs> liquor is gone. You did not drink the glass. Congratulations. You, you know what else it's not? What's that? Yours. It's, it's <laughs> mine. He gave it to me. He presented it to me and t- gave me a photo. Oh, I'm sorry. You are right. That is your bottle of scotch. Yeah, Where's I, my bottle of scotch? The brand game for Christmas. Oh, I drank that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there might be some left in the kitchen. Dude, you can't, like, you can't leave liquor around liquor people. You mean you? Yeah. <laughs> liquor people. I like how you use the plural. Yeah. <laughs> it's just liquor person. Okay, it's like, it's Jeff, like leaving chocolate in, in a house around a woman. You know she's going to eat it. We've been building up for this for the past 57 episodes, but this is really an intervention. We're here to stop <laughs> yeah. you from well, drinking. We're, we're really concerned about you. We're all your friends. We love you. We want you to do the right thing. My mom's going to love this podcast. <laughs> we want you to scale back to just drinking beer constantly <laughs> as opposed to constantly drinking hard liquor. Too many calories in beer. You know, for the Drunk Tank podcast, we don't often talk about drinking. That's true. Well, when we do, Jeff gets in trouble. You went to Vegas. Did you get a lot of drinking done in Vegas? Yeah, we drank a lot in Vegas. I, I won 200 bucks in Vegas. Yeah, you and did. I yeah, didn't congratulations. Go. You, you actually made more than anyone else on the trip. <laughs> I know. That's great. You were the only one who came out positive. I was uh, I was going to go last minute, but I just I couldn't. I was too busy. I'm, I'm doing – we, we, we just got a new project that came on, so I'm writing that while writing other stuff and producing everything in between. So it's pretty busy right now. In fact, I want to warn people ahead of time. <laughs> for my legion of fans on the podcast, I might not be here for the next couple of podcasts. I might be in what I call my production hole, where just heads down. We should make sure we talk about late night talk shows before you, uh, you go on an absence yeah. again. You fuckers, you go back to your lost discussions or whatever the hell y'all talk <laughs> no, about. We, we talk can't lost. talk about lost anymore because you guys don't watch it. Yeah, Jeff gave up on it. it. I don't have time for I don't have time for TV. Man, they're, they're getting to the point. Have time for TV. They're getting yeah. to the point what are you now. Doing? Where, I'm painting. You're I'm drinking. A... You're drinking <laughs> stomach aches. I painted. I painted from 6 p.m. to 2 a.m. last night. That was that. that was, that's this week. Yeah. You know, Griffin told me that was your idea. It was my idea. It was. Yeah. 
Jeff, you get handed so many stupid projects that you have to work on when you go home from work. Why would you come up with another project for yourself? I don't know. Why not, dude? God, that'd be like me Why telling not, my wife. Why not, dude? Life's hey, short. That's like me going home and saying to my wife, hey, we should go shopping. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go do that this weekend. Let's hit the malls. It's like my wife's dream for me to go home and say something like that. I just, you know what? I want to rearrange stuff in the house. <laughs> I hate I, – I was sick of the colors in my house. I was sick of looking at them. So I'm just fucking deal with it, right? <laughs> Is there something else going on? You have a, you have a, you're drinking a lot? I'm not drinking a, a lot. What's with the drinking thing? You, I'm have not... a, you have a bad stomach and now you're getting sick of the colors? Something else going on in your life? No, or you... nothing. You guys uh, sold your beanbag fun. chair, didn't you? I sold my beanbag chair. Now uh, the beanbear chag is gone? The beanbear chag. Bean bear chag is gone. <laughs> what did I say? I threw the beanbear bean chag. <laughs> yeah. This is really... My mom's going to listen to this podcast and think it's the alcoholism thing is true. I'm really not drinking that much right now. Jeff, at this moment, yes, that's true. I had a Jeff, be- I had a beer last night. Just beer. two seconds ago, you couldn't say beanbag chair. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, you're drunk. Did, did y'all make money on the beanbag? E- I think we bought it for a hundred and sold it for a hundred. Oh, nice. So wasn't bad. Broke even. You essentially got a free chair for like is a that, year. Yeah, wasn't bad. Is that something that is a sound investment that you expect? <laughs> I would just throw it away. I'd put it out in the front yard. Type on Craigslist, free beanbag chair, and gone in That's minutes. why I have $100 and you don't. I have $200 because my friends went to Vegas. That's true. I turned $50 into 200 So technically I won 150 That's good. But using Vegas math, I won 200 Isn't that the way it works? <laughs> Whatever yeah, money yeah. you come home with, you've won. Yeah. That's what I yeah. would say. Because if you're leaving, it's lost. It's gone. Exactly. Anything you come back with, that's all positive. Where did you win the money for me, Jack? Uh, the first, I doubled up to 50 at uh, MGM Grand. And then I double up the hundred at the Aria, the new hotel. What did you think of the Aria? It's it's really nice. It's it's uh, real big. And actually, actually, we saw a fan at the craps table. He recognized Joel. That was kind of cool. Was that awkward? Did, <laughs> did he make sure the dice rolled good? <laughs> no, it was, it was like after it was all over. Uh, we were sitting there, and he was like, "Oh yeah." No, he's like, "Oh, you know, Joel had to color up because he had you know stacks of chips." Well, what does that mean? That's that's when you have like ones and fives and twenty fives and you just give them all to them and they just give you like two hundred dollar chips or whatever. And so you can walk around with like three or four chips as opposed to eighty chips. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, so he slid it over to like the the boss and he's like, here we're coloring up Joel's chips. And he's like, wait, what? He's like, oh yeah, you're Joel, right? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, oh yeah, I'm a fan. It was really surreal and cool. I asked uh, I asked Jack if he had a good time on this trip and he said, yeah, it was one of the best times ever. It was crazy. And I said, what was the best part of the trip for you? What was like the most fun? And he told me it was turning off the lights while Joel was taking a dump in the bathroom. <laughs> he told me the most fun he had was watching Joel, Joel Twitter people when they were on the plane leaving Vegas. No, 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 I was talking about seeing Joel have a good time, which is, you, know, you rarely see. It sounds like you – so Joel's best part of the weekend was Twittering people from the plane, and your best part of the weekend was turning off the lights on him in the bathroom. What do <laughs> we, you all normally do? Like, how dull is your life that that's the fucking highlight you need, of your weekend in Vegas? If I need an alcohol intervention, you need a fun intervention. <laughs> No, okay, yeah, sure. You want me to explain any of that stuff? <laughs> no. Okay. No, no, we do want him to explain that. We can make fun of him more. All right, okay. so we were at the Aria. Like, I, I was staying at the Sahara. Like, you know, like I had my cardboard bed and, you know, crappy view and stuff like that. But Joel was the Aria because he wanted to check out the new place. So we went to his room because he had to change or something like that. And he went to the restroom. And we were looking at, the, like, the switches and stuff on the wall. And there was, like, you know, dim lights, reading time, and then good night. There was literally a button that said good night next to his bed. It's like, what does that do? So we hit it. 
and the curtains start shutting automatically. Like the, the thin curtain and the blackout curtain both start shutting automatically and all the lights turn off in the whole room. Like even the TV turned off, everything turned off. It was awesome. And then all of a sudden we start hearing noises from the bathroom, but we can't really make out what he's saying. Apparently it turned off the lights in the bathroom as well. So while Joel was taking a dump, the lights turned off. Man. Then we, then Ladies, we turn- lock up your daughters. <laughs> <laughs> Jack and Joel are on the town. <laughs> so that was fun. It was, it was pretty funny. But also, yeah, many other things about Vegas were cool, but they will not be repeated. You oh, are, here we go. Yeah. Here's you, the big secret. You were obnoxious to follow on Twitter the weekend you were in Vegas. Oh, yeah? With your stupid I, Vegas <laughs> tag. Vegas! Is, I, that, I, is I, that how we should have read it? Yeah. <laughs> no, I only, I only did, what, like five or six across, across the weekend? I don't know. Something like that. Oh. Not, not like not Joel's Twitter spam at the airport. Our flight got delayed, so we were, we were really bored. Yeah, well, Gus was at home all weekend, and Jeff was drunk the entire time. So <laughs> it all evened out. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I had a blast. I, sh- I could totally make fun of you. You know, I planned in Marigolds all weekend, and you only went to Vegas. Yeah. Marigolds? <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, it's gardening. Dear Lord. How do you guys get sucked into this stuff? I don't understand. No, I it's love fun. doing it. I like Like, I, I realized that, like, when I'm gardening, it's, 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 it's weird. It's like a time when I can, like, sit there and work on something with my hands and then not have to deal with anyone. It's like, you know, I've got a project I'm working on just right here. It's something I can, like, work on for a couple hours, and you see, like, an immediate return. You do not live in my neighborhood. <laughs> you are absolutely correct. Plus, it's like, it's, I don't know, well, you don't have a kid, but in my life, I am around people 24 hours a day. The only time I'm alone is, like, the six minutes I'm in the shower. And then usually Millie's standing on the other side of the shower curtain talking to me while I'm taking a shower. And working in the yard, suddenly Griffin and Millie are MIA. So. <laughs> is that true? So, so you hate your life and you're escaping into your yard? No, but it is nice to have a little quiet uh, solitude. No, no, I, I, can, I can respect that. How are, how are the chickens? Chickens are good. They're, it's like, they're huge. <laughs> Jeff yeah. got chickens. Did we talk about that yet? Did we? I no, know. I don't think so. I got five chickens. Baby chicks. Five? I think it's six. Five. Oh, okay. What, you got turned into a McNugget already? <laughs> yeah. No, they're like two weeks old now, three weeks old. So they're let me... cute. Once got you little feathers, little wings. Lay this out for us. You you got chickens that are cute and you like them, but what's the ultimate plan for these chickens? Uh, they're going to lay eggs for about two years, and then I'm going to eat them. You're really going to eat your chickens? Yeah, I don't I don't see why not. I'm not getting that attached to them. I check on them. Once You're not. A day. You have a daughter. You have a tiny little <laughs> cute daughter in your house who is raising chickens that you're going to kill. Who loves to eat chicken. Oh, man. <laughs> she hasn't made the connection yet, though, has she? Who currently loves to eat chicken. She asked what we were going to do with them, and I said the chickens are going to lay eggs, and then when they're older and they're old chickens, we're going to eat them. She was totally fine with that. Mm. I make it very clear when she eats a hamburger that, to explain to her that she's eating a cow. I wanted to understand the ramifications of eating meat and what's going on. <laughs> well, look at you. <laughs> I, <guess. laughs> I mean, you tell her this between, like, swigs the gin? <laughs> Is that the way this is working out? Let me tell you something, sweetie. <laughs> so... It's vodka right now. Who's going to kill the chickens? Uh, ideally, uh, Griffin. Yeah, right. <laughs> There's no way you're killing a chicken. I don't think I could do it. There's I no think, way you could. I, I tell you right I now, Griffin no can. Griffin wants to try. I bet the first time it happens, you call Adam over, and Adam kills the first one for you, and then Griffin does him after that. Uh, I, could, I think Griffin can do it. You think so? I have confidence in her. Yeah, she's pretty tough. I definitely could not do it. Hmm. I couldn't. But that being said, well, you're defense, if you'd probably I, be drunk, if, yeah, well, maybe that would help. <laughs> My hammering is home enough. The way I look at it <laughs> is, if I can't kill a chicken for food, then I shouldn't be eating chicken, hmm. right? Not necessarily. No. Yes, I, I look at no. it that way. If, I, if, I, if I can't, true at all. if I can't, if I'm going to eat a living or a once living being, I should be able to be, I don't know, to have the stamina to take that being's life. 
that being said, if I can't kill the chickens and they just have to end up continuing to live, that's fine too because chickens are really good for your yard. Chicken chicken shit is a great fertilizer, and chickens eat bugs, and so they uh, they're like awesome pest control. Are you guys going to do that compost program they just announced yesterday? They announced like, I already compost. So you're going to have oh, no, no bugs and like a, a bunch of chicken program. shit. That's a win-win. <laughs> yeah. I, no, there's a compost program? Yeah, there's like the city of Austin just announced it where it's like if you go buy the compost whatever bin, they'll give you like a, up to a $100 rebate. Mother, I just bought a composter like a month ago. I paid well, $95 you should, for you it. You should look into it. I guess I will. No, I don't need two composters. Oh, I should look into the That's just crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's so, ridiculous. I don't even really understand what the composting thing is. Is it essentially where you're just littering in one part of your yard? Pretty much. Well, mine's like a big, a big, um, like, uh, barrel. Like a big barrel. On Trash a, can? On a swivel. Well, it's like, it's like on a pole and you spin it. Like, uh, like if you pull lottery numbers out of it, right? Yeah. And, uh, and then you just take all of your, your natural waste from your house, like, I don't know, banana peels, orange Why peels, is it always banana lettuce. peels? Why is that like... I, just, I like bananas. Why is that the penultimate like organic trash though is banana peels? <laughs> it's a good question. Coffee grounds, all that kind of stuff. You just throw it in there and then when you weed throw or grass clippings, you throw all that in there and then once every four or five days you just spin it once and then about two months you have dirt. Have you seen those new sun chip bags? Really, that are really good dirt. Totally com- compostable? No, but that sounds awesome. They're like, I guess they're made out of uh, plant fiber now. And after like 13 weeks, they totally disappear if you compost them. Um, when I went to uh, this thing called, they have this, you know, fat tire ale, yeah. which none of us like. Uh, they have this thing called Tour de Fat, which is like a, a traveling beer festival. Jack's familiar with it. I'm in. Have you, have you been to it, Jack? No. no. Uh, like, like a fat and joke. they have like a bunch they of. They stop at his house. <laughs> <laughs> They have a bunch of uh, they have a bunch of like wacky bicycles and it's really cool actually it's it's kind of like kind of reminds me of that flug tag thing okay. and uh, and they have a lot a lot of cool competitions and shit and uh, I went to it last year and uh, they had beer cups that were made out of corn and they huh. compost in a couple. Of oh, I've like seen that. those. Yeah, those yeah. are cool. They're, They're really cool. Yeah, great. Just like a plastic cup, but it's totally made out of corn. And suddenly you're an environmentalist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's raising chickens and talking about composting. What, what <laughs> yeah. do you think? If they make an 80% post-consumer content tequila bottle, Jeff's <laughs> life is I complete. Just, I just want to help the environment. <laughs> but I, this is like the most weirdest tangent we've ever started a podcast off on. Think so? Yeah. How, how did we get into gardening and... Uh, I don't even know. We got into chicken. How did we get into... Jeff bought chickens. That's weird. <laughs> the chickens are awesome. I have no chickens. I also... I do have chickens, but they're in my refrigerator. <laughs> in, a, in a little package with a horrible styrofoam yellow plate underneath them i'm doing everything i can not to get attached like i check on them once a day i haven't named any of them yet millie only gets to go check on them in the morning before school and at night before she goes to bed so we don't handle them really that yeah much. but they're not out yet you know they're, they're still not in your yet. studio they're, once yeah. once they're out and about it's to be a different story that's true that's true i think and also to get as attached as you want to them in two years you can learn to hate anything that's that's <laughs> a very good point i mean but the two years rolls around 2012 I mean, the way things are going with the earthquakes and the volcanoes, you're going to want to eat those damn things anyway. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm just getting ready. Maybe that's what he's doing. He's, uh, he's hedging his bets. Yeah. Fucking volcano in Iceland. How is that possible? I don't know, dude. Iceland has a lot of volcanic activity. They have a lot of geothermal springs. We've talked about this before in the podcast, haven't we? Iceland's geothermal springs? Yeah. Have we talked about that? Yeah, I thought we had. Yeah, uh, I think we, we might have uh, talked about it before. Yeah, they, they, there's a lot of volcanic activity in Iceland, and they're they're well known for having like hot springs. They have the world's best hot springs, yeah, supposedly, because of all the vol- volcanic activity. I there. thought it was Japan. I don't know. <laughs> you know, I went to fucking Iceland, and I was there for like three days, and I couldn't get anybody to go to a geothermal spring with me, so I didn't go. That's suck. 
Why do you have to have somebody go with you? I was lonely. I don't know. Couldn't you go? Couldn't you go there by yourself? I guess. I was like eighteen. I was dumb. Are Icelandic people hot? Like I think, like I associate it with Sweden for some reason because it's cold and Nordic. And I think Icelandic people are pretty hot. Yeah. Are they? Yeah. They're also. I was. Uh, I watched a show a while ago. All, all about Iceland today. Uh, I watched a show a while ago that said that people in Iceland are the healthiest people on the planet. Really? Yeah. Hmm. People they, who live. They have to be. The, the weak ones die. Yeah. It's just. It's just. They just eat fish <laughs> and fucking like potatoes and. Bjork's stuff. from Iceland, right? Yeah. 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 Isn't the the developer for Eve Online based out of Iceland? Yeah, they are. Because I remember at one time we went to that Child's Play charity dinner. I was trying to bid on the tour of their studio, not because I was interested in the game, but just because I wanted to get a trip to Iceland. <laughs> really? Yeah. How much did that go for? Do you remember? I don't remember. It was like it was the first year of Child's Play, and I thought if I spend seven hundred bucks for two people, you know, for a trip for two, that's not bad. And then that's that's what I went up to, and then I think it went up to like twelve hundred. That's still a good deal. Name a city in Iceland, quick. Reykjavik. Yeah, Reykjavik. Reykjavik? Okay. I'm going to look up how much it costs to go from Austin to Reykjavik. Uh, supposedly, Iceland is one of the most expensive places on the planet to vacation. Really? Yeah. Why? I don't know. Just like the average hotel cost is like $400 a night there. Wow. It's supposed to be really expensive. Yeah. You've been there? I was on a military base, though. Was it pretty? That, that cost four years. Was it dirty? Is that <laughs> was what you said? Was it pretty? Uh, not, not where I was, no. Just a lot of snow. <laughs> not where I, specifically where I was. Yeah. Well, they always say that thing. Ice Greenland is made of ice, and, and Iceland's Iceland is green. green. Is Iceland yeah, it was green? just it was it was uh, it was pretty snowy where I was, and it was just like kind of, kind of like tundra. I don't know, it was just kind of flat and plainsy, kind of lame. Hmm. But I hear that there are parts of Iceland that are great. Tundra is the worst tile on the map. <laughs> <laughs> that and desert. Tundra seems worse than <laughs> desert to me. I agree. No, couldn't couldn't stuff. Uh... Oh, whatever. That's <laughs> <laughs> It is good segue. Tundra's the worst. If you start, well, you could get you could get animals that graze on tundra, though, right? Like nothing, nothing at all can happen on desert. If you start and your first wagon is right next to tundra, you're like motherfucker, where am I in this world? <laughs> all right, I'm, co- I'm completely lost. <laughs> it's what? any kind of game <laughs> where you have resources or anything. Tundra is always like the worst possible one to have. Yeah, tundra and like, desert. Any like bad. RTS or like Settlers of Catan or any of that stuff. Or Civilization. Civilization, yeah. yeah. Jack, we play video games. All right, yeah, I don't know if you picked up on that. <laughs> Who's excited about the Halo Reach beta? Who's excited about Halo 3 being games on demand, too? That's cool. I think it's pretty fucking cool. That's I awesome. I'm not even thinking about Halo Reach. I'm just trying I'm trying not to. They put a lot of information out there about Invasion and all the different game modes, and I'm just... I know it's coming, so I'm just trying to stay away from all of it. It's uh, funny. I really haven't watched or read anything either. I'm just waiting for it, waiting for it to unlock on my ODST menu. There, uh, there were a bunch of screenshots that hit on Kotaku today, yeah. and I looked at them all. Specifically, I just, I guess that's how we all approach Halo now. But I just looked at the environments for set stuff. You know, I just want to see how cool the buildings and stuff looked. I didn't even pay attention to the Spartans and what was going on. I realized I was about like 20 pictures in. I was like, why am I just looking at barrels? <laughs> I guess it's nature. That's the, the barrel technology. Oh, it looks great! Improved. Great barrels. Yeah. <laughs> great. Fantastic barrels. Now, how do you think they're going to account for Reach being a prequel, but the barrels look better than they do? In the- <laughs> it's because like, the Covenant fucked up their barrel factories right away. It's like any any attacking force, that's the first thing they go for, barrel factories. I, if I was a Covenant, I would do that. Knowing, Looking at the battlefields, they're like, dude, we got to take out these crate factories. <laughs> <laughs> There's crates everywhere. It's very important to their culture. <laughs> that's essentially the same fucking thing as Star Wars, though, right? No, I know. That's the I'm making a yeah, joke about yeah. the, like how do you explain the weapons going backwards in time and the armor and the like what's going to happen to loadouts between Reach and Halo One, right? Right. It's just you just accept it. I guess the uh, yeah, I don't know. So basically, Bungie made Halo One, Two, Three, Halo Point Five, Halo Negative One. What's Halo Point Five? ODST. 
I don't understand. Or I mean, I it'd be one point five. One point five. Two point five. Two point five. I thought it took. I thought it took place. I thought ODST took place as New Mombasa was getting attacked. That's and, in Halo and, Two. Yeah, and Master Chief shows up as New Mombasa has like been attacked. We're gonna get, we're gonna get into a numerology debate here. So does Halo Two start at two or does it end at two? Halo Two starts at two. Then you yeah. just two point five. Refute yourself. So yeah. it'd be one point five. No, two point five. It happens. It happens after the event at the beginning of Halo Two. It does. It does. I, I thought. I thought ODST took place at before okay. Halo Two. I thought you said Spider. I thought. No, I thought you. Said, I'm all right, Spider. I thought you said. No, it's two point five. Okay. No, Halo, Halo Two starts with the Covenant landing on Earth. Okay, but yeah. when does Master Chief show up? What, like, what that, do you? That doesn't matter. You said Halo Two is at the beginning of Halo Two. Okay. So then, anything after that in ODST, they're Covenant on Earth. So it's been it's, it's been a while since I played Halo Two. Gus, does it well, make you mad? Also, contribute. To a conversation, you know, you're gonna have to cut out later. <laughs> <laughs> it's frustrating. I'm just watching. I'm just trying to remember the time for later. <laughs> so the the memory stick upgrade, for some reason, even though I can only put one frigging game on it, or maybe two if I'm lucky, um, that has made me fall absolutely in love with the games on demand service. Like this is now a new console to me, where it's all games on demand. It's no discs. You just have a library of games on your console. You know, even though I, I have to upgrade my hard drive again now to 250 because I'm buying so many of these damn things. Well, I mean, we, we essentially had that with arcade anyway. But, yeah, I guess bigger games. Yeah, like the retail games. Yeah. Like, I, may, I might go back and play Oblivion now. Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying, though. Like, I saw that Kane and Lynch is coming out, coming to games on demand. I've never had any desire to play that game, but I thought, fuck, 20 bucks, yeah, why not? I'll get it. Yeah, but I feel like I'm now going to be playing games that are all eight months old, nine months old, or in the case of Halo 3 came out this week. That's, what, three? Three? Years old? Two almost, years old? Almost three years old. Yeah, September 07. Yeah, that's crazy. It doesn't seem like that. But uh, it makes me wonder why they didn't put, especially with the Reach beta coming up, and you need to have ODST to play the Reach beta, why not put up ODST on Games On Demand? Or better yet, put the even, if you're going to put Halo 3 up, put the Halo 3 multiplayer disc that came with ODST. Mm-hmm. Because really, honestly, that's probably what people want. I've been, uh, we, we, I, we, I found that ever since I've had, you know, now that I have this memory stick, that... I'm having to manage what games I'm ripping to my memory stick. No, it's true. Like, I'm only ripping, like, the game, one or two games that I'm playing right now. Then it's like, oh, I'm not playing, you know, Borderlands anymore. Okay, I can get that off my stick. And, okay, i got to put Splinter Cell on there. I wouldn't I wouldn't rip any games to my USB stick. I would just do games on demand. Hmm. Because then it's, you don't need the disc. You just carry it on the stick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I've got Mass Effect and Resident Evil 5 on mine right now, I think. Yeah, see, those are both, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. Then you have those this portable plug-in wherever, and you got the games to go. Yep. Yeah, I have Dead Rising on mine right now, which is Yeah, awesome. I, saw, I saw you playing yesterday. I don't know why. I just all of a sudden have picked up and started playing Dead Rising again. I'm pretty excited. Did you guys read the announcement uh, that the Dead Rising 2 uh, demo is actually going to be a paid demo, and it's a prequel to Dead Rising 2? Case Zero. Case Zero? What are they called? Now, Jack, would that be Dead Rising 1.7, or would that be... <laughs> 4. Would that be Dead Rising 2, no, 0.4? It would be Dead Rising 0.5. Right, because it takes place after Dead Rising 1. Right, right. So Dead Rising 2. Right, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's, well, Gus, it's content that wasn't contained in Dead Rising 1. Right. So it's below that. Of course. <laughs> what? <laughs> now you see how we feel, asshole. <laughs> These are dicks. It's, it's Dead Rising to the 10th power. No, it's, yeah, uh, is the demo also going to be co-op? Uh, I don't know if it's co-op, but it's like a three-hour demo. So, and, but uh, they said that there will be co-op in Dead Rising 2. Yes. Yeah. That's a very cool announcement. Very, very cool. cool. Yeah. Very, very cool. I, I think everybody's. I know we here in this office are dying for a you know co op experience. I would, some kind of. Do they say how many players? Is it just gonna be two players? It's probably two. 
But between that and four-player co-op and Crackdown, it's going to be a very fun summer. Um, Dead Rising 2 multiplayer, I call no Joel and no Bernie. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying it right now. <laughs> no, you don't want me in Left 4 Dead co-op. You want me in Dead Rising co-op. <laughs> Dead, Ri- Dead Rising is a di- totally different game. It's not... It's not as intense or as fast as Left 4 Dead. That's you've got to move oh, fast. You don't know they've westernized it. Remember we oh, talked about true. this. Oh, that's true. That is true. That's a good point. Hmm. Westernized it. It's not good. Not good. What does that mean? Westernizing? I don't know. They said I, I don't remember. Capcom said they felt the original was too Japanese. That's why they hired a Western developer. <laughs> so we know. all. Uh... All the characters that eat cheeseburgers, exactly. ride horses. All the zombies have Twitter accounts. <laughs> Hanging out at the mall. <laughs> Hungry. What's up with Lost this year? <laughs> Did y'all hear that uh, Blizzard has started selling mounts for World of Warcraft? Yeah. yeah I hey, saw that in the what's store. What's the deal with that? You, I guess you could pay 25 bucks and buy a mount that you can't get any other way. Good. They uh, Supposedly, they made about... Two million dollars the first four hours that that uh, horse went on sale. I, I'm, I think WoW should go all the way, and they should have unique mounts that they auction off. So, like, if you're the only person on your server who can have it, how much do you think that would go for? <laughs> Jesus, Shit, dude, come on, it'd be like, ridiculous. You're the only person who can have that mount. That's, that's crazy. Yeah, that would be insane. Ten thousand dollars? Am I going oh, too low? No, nah, that's low. Is <laughs> there yep. is there anything different about or special about the mount? Like, is it nope. faster? Nope. Or Okay, it's just. Just cosmetic. Yep. Hmm. That's a real social environment. To me, to a lot of people, that is no different than the real world. That's no different than people buying a Porsche versus buying a Ford. Yeah, absolutely. You know, that's important to them. Yeah, they've already been they've, – they've been selling pets for a while, I think, in the Blizzard store for like 10 bucks, but they just uh, – They're for like charity. Okay, well, that's they? stupid. Or they started as charity. <laughs> now they're going too uh, far. Yeah, the first one or two. Okay. For yeah. pets. <laughs> what if you fed your pet enough and it turned into a mount? That'd be fucking dope. I would do that. I would buy that. You'd raise mounts. Interesting. Well, I would pay money in a while if I could like physically like hitch a ride on other people, like a ride on their shoulders. Like and they could they didn't have any say into whether or not <laughs> So my character doesn't get tired. He could just run everywhere on the people's backs. You, I don't know if you can see it. It's the celestial steed. Ooh. Oh wow, it looks cool. That does look cool. And well, then see that should not that should be more than twenty five bucks. Because you're gonna be it being so cheap makes it more common, which makes it worth less. So make it exactly. more expensive Make it rarer, and then it makes it a better buy. That's what I think. Yeah, because like in another what two months, there's just going to be ten million people with that mount. Exactly, and it's going to have lost all its appeal. I mean, I know the I know the logic is there. Oh, they're just ripping off the fans or whatever. But in a way, it's like why put something well, out? Why not just make it a free download I'm, of twenty five bucks? I'm sure they're just testing the waters. You know, this isn't like an entry level mount. And then as time goes on, they're probably going to have more and more expensive and exotic looking ones. I would think. Yeah. It's like, yeah. oh yeah, you oh you have the twenty five dollar mount. I've got the seventy five dollar mount. How, How much like would you now? spend for a mount, Gus? Zero. You <laughs> yeah. wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do I, it. That's yeah. I agree with Gus on that one. I just play the game. Okay. Yeah. There's people who who pay a lot of in game money for ridiculous mounts. And what if it's like a retarded. what if it's like a math mount? A math mount, <laughs> like you ride around on a fraction. Like you don't get any algebrasaurus. Any benefit from it? It's just cosmetic. <laughs> algebrasaurus. Why Great. That, why is that funny? You just confused. Like. <laughs> An entire forum thread. I saw that someone, <laughs> someone added .orgosaurus to Urban Dictionary. I saw that. Yeah, that oh, did yeah. they? Yeah. Not with, with a period in front, not with D-O-T. So that's I thought, fine. I thought that was confusing. I think it's up to interpretation. That's not the way it's spelled. I Al- agree with that. Alternate spelling. What did you get for being a pioneer? You get to set the standard. When was the last time you got on WoW, Gus? Oh, it's been a while. Me too. It was like right when you started playing. It yeah. was um, pre-Ice Crown Citadel. It must have been like patch 3.2 or so. 
Man, they've patched it up quite a bit. I jumped on like just to see what it was, and like the, everything's changed, or it seems like everything's changed. Yeah, it's always like that. <laughs> but speaking of patches, guess what I did this weekend? You got a dog? I played Uncharted Two on my PS3. <laughs> How long do you think, Jeff, it took me from putting my disc in the PS3 to be able to play Uncharted Two? I want to guess also after Jeff. I'm yeah, going to guess. guess it took you 45 minutes. Uh, Gus. Did- Oh, I have one small question yes. for clarification. Did you also have to do an OS update? Yes. Or, okay. In that case, it took you an hour. I'm going to say $1. You, Jack is going to be the big winner here because everybody went over. It took me 30 minutes. Ah, exactly. Really? I was going to say 27. There, were, they were, there was the OS update for the PS3. Then there was six updates to Uncharted 2 <laughs> and installs. That I had to go through. Six separate installs. It, it was, I, I don't know exactly what it was doing, but it was, a, when it started, it was on one of six, and that process mm-hmm. took forever. <laughs> As a side note to that, Uncharted 2 has DLC coming out this week, and uh, I asked Gus if he wanted to make a video for Achievement Hunter for it, and he said, yes, I'm going to go start patching my history <laughs> yeah. right now. I grabbed, I grabbed the started on Monday to plug it in to start the, the patching process. Uh, since it's a multiplayer pack, we should... Uh, I should bring my PS3 in from home, and we should uh, like do two-player stuff. Yeah, let's or do co-op it. Co-op or something. Let's totally do it. There's multiplayer in Uncharted 2? Yep. Hell yeah. yeah. They even put out a beta for it. Huh. There's also, um, you can do... There's Not a, a big combat game, in my opinion. No. No, it doesn't I thought, I thought it was weird. But there's also like a machinima functionality in it as well. Oh, cool. You can like move the camera around, and you can't rewind. <laughs> but <laughs> other than that, it's all there. That's cool. We've got like filters for the lens and stuff to give a different look. Kind of like, uh, they have that in Halo 3 also. Have yeah. there, have there big, been any big machinima projects done in Uncharted? Or have you seen any? No, I don't think I've seen any. It's funny, I was just having a conversation with that with somebody about that just the other day. Yep, that that they were saying that if you had access to the cameras that developers do, that you could everyone could be making machinima series. And I was pointing out to him that Uncharted put an entire machinima mode with green screens and sets and everything, probably the most advanced machinima specific mode in any game. I've never seen an Uncharted Machinima series. No. Huh. Well, the one problem it has, and I, I don't know if you're talking about this before, is that you can't rewind, which is a big deal. That's a big deal. If you, if you can't go back, you know, if you miss your shot, you got to fucking quit and then restart it, restart it again. Yeah, and I was, we were talking about this, I was on that Podtacular podcast this weekend. Mm-hmm. Literally all weekend. The, the, the three-day podcast? Four and a half hours they record. Four and a half Jesus. hours. Four and one half hours. What do they Good cut it down Lord. to? That's like our podcast point five or something, right? Jack, something? <laughs> Drunk Tank Part 2? Point, part 6? <laughs> I like the defeated side. Point, point four two. <laughs> but we were talking about machinima in general, and I, I was pointing out, and you can back me up, Jeff, that... I can you back can, you up, too. You, you, Gus, you can also back me up. That you could put... All the tools in the world for machinima into a game in the hopes that people will make videos from it and they will go and they will popularize your game or promote your game beyond the initial retail sales. You can do all those things. If you leave out one or two things, it's utterly useless. Yep. And it's and it's one or two things on a list of like ten things that if you don't have one or two of those things, that's it. So it's, it just can't be done. Yeah. And uh, there was a long time ago when Gabe and Tycho made this challenge to the industry where they said, send us your screenshots. We'll, t- we'll tell you if you're putting out stupid and shitty screenshots after, what was it, Doom 3 that Gabe oh, and Tycho yeah, said that? yeah, They wanted to be the clearinghouse for all screenshots for the entire video game <laughs> industry. Likewise, I don't know why if – and maybe I'm sounding a little arrogant when I say this. I don't know why if you're making machinima tools for your game and you're putting that in there, why you wouldn't just drop us a line. 
and yeah. say, hey, you guys do this every single fucking day. Got any advice here? And we'd be happy to do that. Free yeah, of charge. Yeah. Free of charge. Otherwise, you end up with, like, do you remember Driver 3 had that, had the same kind of a thing? Uh-huh. And it was uh, completely useless. I don't remember. I didn't use it, so I don't know. Yeah. But, I mean, I mean, we see that all the time is where people put in some kind of mode and, you know, if they're doing it for machinima, otherwise, if you're doing it for theater, they're fine. Just have it rewind and play and, right. you know, replay the match, which I don't understand at this point. Halo 3 has been out for three years. We just said that. Why doesn't every game have a theater mode now? I know. It's crazy. Every single game. most people or most developers are afraid to give people that degree of freedom to look at their game. Uh, you think that's what it is? Yeah. I mean, if you have everyone examining and moving around in places they can't normally get to, it really exposes like all the shortcuts that people normally take to put a game out. I guess. Yeah, but e- what if you just replayed from the same angle and the same view? Like, remember mm-hmm. remember Crazy Taxi mm-hmm. when you would complete a, a run? Mm-hmm. Uh, it would then replay the entire run for you? Yeah. And I think we all we all loved Crazy Taxi back in the day. We would sit there and watch the entire thing through every time. Yeah, it was a good run. fun to see. Yeah. Which it's also, a there's a big rumor that it's, uh, I don't know if it's a big rumor, but there's a rumor that it's going to hit uh, Xbox Live Arcade. Sweet. Oh, really? Which would be fucking great. That could be pretty cool. It'd be really cool. We gotta get one of those wheels, those Microsoft driving wheels. We have one somewhere. Do we? Actually, yeah, yeah. Oh. We for some reason I think we got a dud. Yeah, that's it. Doesn't that, work worth a damn. Yeah, that didn't seem to be fun to play with whatsoever. It didn't work. But it, pe- it turned left, and that was it. Right, <laughs> and we never returned it no, for left. whatever reason. It was like 120 bucks. I think we were just all. It was when the office was in Buda, and we were so far away from the store that we didn't yeah. want to go back to the store. <laughs> Plus, it's a driving thing. We don't drive. None of us drive at all. No, not really. I used to have a. I used to have a um, a yoke. For when I played Battlefield 1942 way back in the day, that was pretty fucking cool. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, just from when you'd fly helicopters or planes, right? Yeah, as yeah. Then you could switch over to that. That would be your controller when you moved away from mouse and keyboard, and wow. I would have the yoke. <laughs> it worked for the t- tanks too, so it was pretty cool. Man, I've still really been enjoying the hell out of Bad Company too. I know you guys didn't really jump into it except for Jack. Dude, new update came out today. As a matter of fact, did you have to like drink Dr Pepper to yeah, get the, yeah? Like, it's, DLC? it's a really weird DLC pack where it's. Yeah. Uh, there's four new achievements and four, like, separate mini DLCs. And if you live in the UK or Europe or wherever, you can just buy them for, like, four, for like 120 points each or whatever. But if you live in the U.S., you uh, you have to get them from, from bottle caps on uh, Dr. Pepper. That's so weird. And then you yeah. have to enter the code in. As a matter of fact, as soon as the podcast is over, Jack, and i got to go to the uh, grocery store. Yeah, we're, we're cutting videos. Buy some Dr. Pepper. You know, they have the Iron Man helmet on Dr. Pepper cans now. Oh, really? Like, the, you know, the can is maroon, right? So they have the whole can like it's a helmet from Iron Man with <laughs> the gold part on one side of it. That sounds awesome. It's pretty, it's pretty, pretty cool. Man, I'm so excited about Iron Man too. <laughs> I can't even tell you. Speaking of movies to be excited about, I saw Kick-Ass. Did you like weekend. it? I, Jack, would you like to preface how awesome Kick-Ass is before we talk about it? I love Kick-Ass. I've seen it twice now, and I'm ready to go see it again. Jason messaged me last night to tell me how great it was. Yeah, Jason Jason told, was telling me yesterday also how great it was. I've, I have a whole journal full of people that say they love the movie. And and two I will say two or three that say that it, they didn't get it and they didn't like it. Kick-Ass, he's very good. Cool. Thank it you. really is. It's yeah. a good movie. Oh, yeah, I'm actually looking forward to seeing it. My wife says it looks dumb, so I'm going to find a, <laughs> I'm gonna have to cut some Gus time and go watch it by myself. I would like to see it, but my wife says uh, that if we're going to see a movie, we have to see Date Night. So. <laughs> no, Date Night looks funny. It looks, it does look funny to me. Gus, yeah. Gus it is showing at the Ritz if you want to yeah. walk down sometime after. You, you and I, let's go, let's, right. go, let's go cut the, not you and I, Jeff, you and I. <laughs> <laughs> that was a misplaced pronoun. Wow. <laughs> Sounds like a date. <laughs> Oh, you guys are assholes. <laughs> well, you've already seen it. He doesn't want you to have to pay in. I, you know, I finally took Monty 
we were doing some super late night fight choreography, which is not as dirty as it sounds. <laughs> and we, I said, hey, eleven fifteen showing. Let's cut out of here, take a break, and let's go see Kick Ass. And he said, okay. And we walked down to the Ritz, and unfortunately, I had to walk him through Sixth Street. At 11 o'clock at Was night. That must have been a suit? bit of a culture shock for him. Yeah, Sixth Street's kind of a nightmare at that time of night. Absolutely. And, and then we got out of the movie. It was 1.30, you know, or Which thereabouts. Is, that's the fighting hour. That's the fighting hour. Exactly right. So it was like, keep your head down. And I had I left my keys at the Alamo, so I had to go back to the Alamo Ugh. through all that and then come back a third time. So it was kind of a nightmare. But, uh, yeah, Bonnie, it was that funny thing you do when you tell somebody something's awesome. The, I'm talking about the Alamo now, not kick-ass. That the Alamo is a great experience. It's a lot of fun. Monty got to go. And you have yet to convince him for a month to, or two months or however long now he's lived in Austin, six months, that you have to go to this thing. We're going to take you. You're going to have a good time. It'll be great. Then he goes, and I guess he just didn't hear any of the stuff I said, and he liked it so much, he's explaining to me the entire time how cool this is. You know what I, mean? <laughs> like, I don't get it. I'm like, no, 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 you have this here in Austin. We don't have this anywhere else. I go, Monty, I know this is unique you know, and it's very cool. Where, where Monty lives, he lives across the street from a grocery store that's literally been there for 100 years. Yeah, they have and, their the old phone registry from like 1904. And this, this, this grocery store makes awesome sandwiches. It is literally across the street from where he lives. And like, do you ever go over there and get a sandwich or anything, Monty? He's like... Huh, I never even noticed that place. What's I, was like, I was like, you've got to go there. Just cross the street. They what's, have the best sandwiches. What's worse is like six months ago, I gave him a ride home one day, and I go, holy shit, you live next to this awesome grocery store. They have the best sandwiches. You should go there sometime. And he was like, huh, really? And I go, yeah, it's like right there. It's like in your front yard. You've got to go sometime. The sandwich, get the BLT. The sandwiches are amazing. And he's like, yeah, okay, maybe. And then I asked him the other day, I was like, did you ever go? And he's like, go where? <laughs> <laughs> okay. And my, I can tell Monty's worked with us for a while now, simply because I could if I, I could say to Monty, "Are you hungry?" and he says, "Yes," I could just get him something to eat, and I know oh, what yeah. he'll eat. Like I think I could order for pretty much anybody in our office. I could order for them at almost any restaurant, oh, yeah. knowing what they would like. I don't. I don't think for the most part people here aren't very discriminating eaters, except for Jeff. I'm not oh, discriminating and, anymore. No, no, man. Jack. Jack's yeah. way worse, dude. Come on, I eat anything now, except for seafood. Jack doesn't eat anything. Like in my defense. I'll eat anything. You put it in front of me, I'll eat it. I'll eat it until I see a plate. That's basically my MO. Jack doesn't eat anything. Yeah. Jack has more rules than you do, Jeff, about yeah. what he'll eat. More than I, more rules than I did. Yeah. That's true. We, we, we're still stuck with the Jeff of the past. Yeah. We've we <laughs> got to deal with the Jeff of the past. changed a lot over the last three or four years. I think a lot of that's having a kid and having my kid go, I'd say, like, hey, try that. And my kid go, no. No, it's not, not going to happen. happen. Yeah. Try the fucking <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'll eat it. See? Yeah. Frustra- so frustrating, huh? It is frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> My kids go backwards on me. It's like it's like I give them wolf chili, which is like the easiest thing to eat when you're a kid. So like good, Frito man. pie, but wolf chili. Dad's making lunch on the weekend, so it's like so we're eating Frito chips with chili on them, and that's it. Awesome. And they're like, not eating this. What is this? I go, this is chili. <laughs> it's chili. Eat it. It's you'll love it. I'm like not eating it. I go, look. It's basically just spaghetti sauce with a little bit spicier with hamburger meat. You like hamburgers now? And then they're like, you know what? Because you said that, no, I'm not going to eat hamburgers. <laughs> <laughs> they roll, they roll back on you. You're like you motherfuckers. <laughs> That's when you like eat it. You eat this. <laughs> you wait till they fall asleep and sneak some Frito pie into their mouth. Move their face to chew it. Yeah, and then they eat it. They're like, then they explain to you why it's. <laughs> Did you know about it? This is so great. <laughs> I always think that's great. You can always tell when somebody really likes something is that they they tell you how great it is. You know, I think it's funny how people are like that. They want to share something even if they're sharing it with the person who told them about it. You know? <laughs> I've definitely been guilty of that too. 
you know, you were talking about uh, fight choreography the other day. Um, I saw some of the new temp stuff that Monty's working on. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to spoil it, but I saw <laughs> I, I saw some of the stuff, and I was watching it with Brandon, and Brandon said, "Yeah, Monty and I choreographed that last night." His hand was really close to my crotch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he gets some poses there, and it gets a little uncomfortable sometimes. <laughs> so it's a uh, there's a there's a lot of uh, a lo- this, this now we don't want to get too far into it, but there's a lot of blocking and figuring stuff out, and that will that will make sense to you in about a month and a half or two months probably. Did, did so. you see uh, Monty's new girl dancing video? Yeah, he made that before we went to PAX, actually. Oh, yeah? Yep, he made that for Anime Boston. Oh, I saw it up on YouTube. I was like, oh, he was doing that in our office. That's <laughs> yeah. the funny thing, right? You imagine Monty dancing around, and you got to look through the through, through the video. Yeah, like, I, I watched that video, and I couldn't see any of the girls dancing. No. I just saw Monty in that mocap suit, you know, doing all the little uh, movements, <laughs> shaking his hips. <laughs> He's a good dancer. <laughs> the video looked good. Can we... Can we talk about some of the tools we have on the back end on YouTube? Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. I think I it's why not. common knowledge, right? That there's a tool that we have on YouTube where you can see when people stop watching your video. Essentially when they either navigate away from the video or when they hit stop or whatever. Yeah, they call it hotspots. Hotspots is what it's called. And it's so interesting to see like where people rewind on our videos to watch versus Monty's videos. You know what I mean? Like with close-up of dancing hot girls and – you know, versus Jeff and Gus looking into the cameras. I think our funniest video ever is the one where Lindsay and who is it? Who else is it? Macy. Macy. They go to kiss each other, but then they don't. And it's like you just watch the traffic after they don't kiss. Just go. <laughs> and then it takes a second nosedive when Jeff and I go in. Yeah. <laughs> and you guys are about to kiss in that scene. And it, then it really nosedives. But it nosedives before you get close. <laughs> People are like pulling the eject cord. They're like, goose, gotta get out of here. <laughs> Hey, uh, you ready for Final Fantasy deal? Or sorry, Final Fantasy uh, Left 4 Dead DLC this week? Yeah, dude. Uh, Thursday, right? Tomorrow. Yeah. Very, very exciting. So this is the the piece of DLC that bridges the gap between Left 4 Dead One and Left 4 Dead Two, right? Yes, supposedly. It takes place in a in Georgia, I think I read somewhere. So it looks like it's 560 points. Do you know if it has any new achievements? Yeah, the achievements hit yesterday. Oh, okay. It's cool. got like 10 or 11 new achievements. They and all it- look really fun, and. Uh, the coolest thing I read about the whole deal is that they've expanded multiplayer. They're going to have 20 new multiplayer types, and then each week they'll have, like, a rotation of it. They didn't say how many, but I'm going to guess, like, four or five different kinds of multiplayer games, and then they'll rotate out. Kind of like Bungie's. Yeah, kind of like, like a, Bungie a playlist, yeah. Yeah, like a playlist. And uh, I'm really looking forward to that, because some of them sound pretty cool. <sighs> I, I looked up the uh, I think the it should be DLC mandatory for playlists, period. DLC, DLC mandatory man. for playlists. You know, there's a rumor that Infinity Ward is going to make, or Activision is going to make, Call of Duty multiplayer paid. That you have to pay a subscription every month to play them. That will fail. Well, yeah, of course. I, I think. Who knows? I, don't I know. think. I mean, everybody they, bitched that the map pack was too expensive, and they made like true. thirty million dollars in the first week. Mm-hmm. On that. DLC is the thing that has the biggest potential to fuck up what makes the consoles great, which is everyone has the same setup. So now you get a DLC, and we, we saw it when we went to pl- go play Halo 2, is that we had the, the thing to say goodbye to Halo 2, which is a diff- different discussion we should have. But it's like not the, – all, all the maps were free by that point in time, but you could tell from those legacy playlists that were still in effect that they were heavily favoring the maps that, that had come out later. Like, yeah. I don't know when you guys played, but when I played, I got a lot of Desolation and what's the Hang'em High re- remake? Oh, yeah. What do they call it? Tombstone. Yeah, Tombstone. 
And, you know, I, we, I saw we got a lot of those maps. And I wanted to play Blood Gulch and Zanzibar and Ivory Tower. And I got, like, one match of Ivory Tower in the whole thing. Yeah, you're totally right. I, the, I played for, what, about two hours that night. And I don't think I played on a, like, a retail map the entire time. And that's that kind of makes sense because at that point when Halo 2 was going out already and Halo 3 was coming in, you know, if you bought the maps, you were like, of course I want to play these maps. These are new maps. What's that big map uh, where we filmed Containment? Containment? Is, is that, that the, the, the snow-covered one? No, no, not the snow one. The one that's like a construction area. Oh. And we had uh, the, like, the end of Out of Mind. Yeah, Headlong. That's where Recovery 1 was? Recovery 1. Yeah. I, I guess. That's where Wash got is, shot? Uh, it's the one Spoiler where alert. it's the one where uh, we drive off in the Banshee at the end. Yeah, yeah that's, that's headlong. Co- headlong. Yeah, that's headlong. That that's came up every. One. That was like I played that every. That's other a retail game. map. That is a retail map. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I guess I got that one. You probably never played it one much because it was a big team battle. Yeah, that might be why I got it. Same with coag- coagulation. I didn't get coagulation at all. Man, I, w- I will say I had never played Halo Two online ever. How really? crazy is that? And uh, and going back and doing that original Xbox Live was so bad. It was such a horrible experience, and it makes me appreciate Xbox Live as it is now. It was now just jarring. So much I remember more. at the time playing through it, thinking it was all awesome and everything worked great. And then do you look at the evolution now? And like you said, you look back if you never played it. Ugh. It's it seems so weird and archaic to you. And I remember that right before Halo Two came out, they released like that wave of updates. They called it the tsunami update. I don't know if you remember mm-hmm. where they introduced like clan support and the in-game messaging and all that stuff. Like all that stuff specifically for Halo Two, and now they're turning it all off. Did you guys see that the RVB clan was still rocking in Halo Two? Oh, really? No, I didn't. Yeah, and you could go through and look at all the people that were in the RVB Two RV, RVB clan. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it was pretty funny. That was a good time, man. I, I Halo Two is a fun game. We Halo found we found game. your old gamer tag. We did. It's yeah. in the clan. Really? Yeah. Drunk G Funk. It's in there. Is in the clan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's funny. I, I was looking through, just like seeing who else was on the list. I was like, "What's drunk G?" And like, is that Jeff? And so yeah, you did. You did change gamer tags. Yeah, at some point. Yeah, so, I, I changed gamer tags when the 360 came out. So your tenure isn't isn't complete. You I have a break in your. You tenure. think you could recover that old gamer tag? Yeah, but it's a, a totally separate gamer tag. Yeah, oh, yeah, but you think you could recover it just to get that? You should tenure? recover that gamer. Tag. I could see if I could. Actually, you yeah. know what? You wouldn't get the tenure because you have to be a gold member right. the whole time, so you wouldn't get it. But uh, yeah, I guess I could. I mean, well, it's, he's not gonna, he couldn't transfer his gamer score either. Which no, is, no, 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 no. But well, it, this was. I mean, there's no gamer score. Gamer score. It was pre 360. Yeah. Right. Oh, so you have nothing on there? No record of your game? No, oh, okay. nothing. Yeah. No, I, I let it lapse at the end of the, like, right around the time the 360 came out, I, uh, for some reason, I just wanted to go through the experience fresh, so I just created I think, a new gamer tag. I think it was at zero hour. That's what happened. Remember, we took our gamer tags on the memory card to import them and get the zero hour achievement. You made a fresh gamer tag there. I did make gave, one there, yeah. They also gave you the option to do that there, and that's what you Because you were did. DG Gus, and I was like, oh, I'll just be DG Jeff. Yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. you typed it into the computer, and they gave you your card. Right there, that's when you got it. There you go. Yeah. So we carried ours over, and he, that's when you dropped yours. But we didn't mm-hmm. physically bring our memory, our gamer tags. That's not that didn't work oh, no, that they, way. They, they recovered it. You could go yeah. there and recover it to the card. That's yeah, right. You could a gamer tag wasn't a thing then. Right. It was just your account name, and the only thing you carried around were saves on your. Remember that whole on the original Xbox that like green oh yeah interface <laughs> that you used to transfer yeah. shit from your yeah yeah that thing is confusing yeah but it's uh so now. It's interesting because Halo 2, when you talk about the way that Live was back then, Halo 2 was the perfect Xbox Live experience. Everything else was way worse. Jeez. You know, and if you thought the Halo 2 experience was not as good as it is today, everything else was terrible. Like Halo 2 at least had the party system and the lobbies mm-hmm. and all that. 
Nothing else worked even that well. Well, I was, I was like sitting there in a lobby getting messages going, how do I check these? What do I <laughs> Like, where do I go to look at my messages? Like, it took me a while to remember that the original Xbox controller had the white and the black button. Yep. And that, you know, it didn't have the bumpers. And I was like, oh, why does this seem so weird to me? It's like, oh, well, it's a different controller. You, you know, to, you had to hit like the bumper to chat over the over yes. the party chat or whatever. Because it was it was white button. Yeah, you know, Jack and I were talking about this the other day. It's kind of funny. Uh, everybody was like saying goodbye to Halo Two, and it was the big send off, and it was like we're shutting down that portion, like the original Xbox games. So live is going to shut down. So obviously everybody goes and and you know bids a farewell to Halo Two. But what about the other games? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like number two behind Halo Two every week in the UUs is Star Wars Battlefront Two or whatever. Right. Yeah. There's what about the like eighteen dudes that are still playing the game? They're like, where's our fucking? Where, where do we get to say goodbye? Why is everybody doing a story on us? It's true. It's or it, Splinter Cell. The story was really that Xbox Live was going away. Right. And we saw a bunch of tweets from the Xbox Live team where they had a big party and it was a celebration of Xbox Live. But really, everyone was just Halo Two. You know? Yeah, dude, they totally borked that too. Like they should have ended it at two a.m. Central midnight Pacific time. Like I, I was in a party of sixteen. Or I was in a game of sixteen people going nuts. Literally had a countdown up until the two or up until midnight. And uh, then at midnight, it was like, all right, we're we're still playing. Huh. So you're mad they gave you more time to play? Well, no, no. I'm mad they never told us what time they were going to shut it down. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, like, they I, they ended it on their terms where they should have let the gamers end it on their I, own terms. Uh, I, I, can I, under, think, I think I'm okay with that. I can understand I, I like what you're saying. I'm guessing that the, the the act of turning it off is probably more complex than we imagine. At that and party? And it might not be something that we can just... No, no, no. It might not be, like, literally flipping a switch. At, at the party they had, the Microsoft party that, like, everyone on the Twitter accounts that worked at Microsoft was, like, tweeting pictures of the Xbox Live cake, they literally had a countdown there and a button they hit and turned it off. So mm-hmm. why didn't they make that public? Why didn't they say, at this time, we're going to shut it down. If you want to be on when it turns off, you need to be on here. Maybe they don't can- want a surge of users at that specific... Well, I guess well, they are. I mean, people. they're shutting it down. I mean, well, I-, I can tell you why probably is they didn't want to do that is probably when they were planning all of this stuff, from a business level, they were probably prepared for people to be upset about the fact that they were turning off the service. And you don't want to make a lot of ceremonies surrounding turning something off. Mm. They did announce the you mean like, like throwing a party people. with cake? Well, yeah, they, but that's but private. Internal, that's private. Yeah, that's a private thing that they were doing. And then by that point, when people are tweeting, by that point they knew everyone was kind of celebrating the end of Xbox Live. But very easily it could have gone the other way. It's the fucking internet, essentially. Yeah. But, but the yeah. fact that, like, you know, Major Nelson had a countdown clock. But that was for the guys in the office that ran the service. He had it's a, not. No, he had a countdown clock going. He's like, okay, at this point it's, you know, everyone assumed when that clock's done, it's gone. Plus also and, I've got to imagine that maybe – they weren't sure if it was going to shut off. Like, they weren't sure if when they hit the button it would actually turn off, you know? The, but I, see, people... I see Jack's point. Why put one date out there if that's not the date? Yeah. Sure. I mean, why, I mean they, they, like... did, they did put a time out there. They put, a, they put the date. They didn't put... I mean, yeah, they, he made... A, Major Nelson made a timer on his page yeah. for midnight. But they, all they ever said officially, I think, in the release was the date. Which but but why? But, but why not make it? Why not give you a specific time and say, "All right, you've literally got until this time to finish your games, then it's gone." And it's like that does I, that. I think by not doing that, you're harming you, or you're not harming, but it pisses off the user base. I know, like I, we we had the game running all day, waiting for that clock to hit, and I backed out, thinking, "Okay, well, it's still going to be up." I backed out, downloaded some maps, and I couldn't get back in because I missed it. Instead of being in a game playing when it shut off. I literally just like, oh, you can't get into another game. That's it. Sorry. And I was like, that's so lame. It's all about you. Can I ask you a question? 
Being as it was the first time you'd ever played Halo 2 multiplayer online, why'd you give a fuck? You were saying hello and goodbye in the same day. What do you care? <laughs> I think I got mad just because they didn't shut it off. I think if it, if it had been like, okay, here at 2 a.m., you're, you're in a game of 16 people, playing all, having a good time, counting down, shut it off, that's great. Okay, it's done. Jack, but it's a, like, I, the, fact, friend, the fact it went longer and longer, that's what made me mad. As your friend and coworker. I'm gonna now, from this moment on, make it my duty to get you laid. <laughs> you really got it. Get a girlfriend, man. I accept. Alright. We're gonna make this happen. <laughs> yeah, instead of the shutdown being April 14th, it was April 14.5. <laughs> what was it? 13.7. But I think the final, the, the, when they finally did shut it off, it was like, I think it was 4 p.m. Pacific time. Like right around there. Well, you know, guys, up until I think yesterday, were still in Halo 2. They just refused to turn off the game and leave. So they were still had the connection. So Is if that you true? had been in that game, Jack, maybe that's why they didn't give the specific time. If you had still been in that game, the service would still be going. Maybe no. that's why yours was off, is that you left your game and came back. Maybe that's the only way the experience maybe, could yeah, Maybe you were already off at that point. I don't know. People on Halo.Bungie.net yeah, were streaming their, game, streaming their Halo 2. They were still playing, and there was five yeah, guys Maybe if left. they gave a specific time and everyone logged on and did that, then the system we go on forever indefinitely. Also, who knows who knows what the pipes are? You know how the pipes are allocated for that original Xbox experience. <clears throat> that final day, sixty thousand people had logged on to play it. You know they might not have wanted sixty thousand people on at the exact same time, for just from a from a, like a bandwidth standpoint. Mm. Yeah, who knows? I, I I honestly have to give them kudos because they were able to shut down a, a service that we've all had. And end support for a lot of games that are out there. And they were able to do that, and there was no backlash. None so however they did it was the right way to do it, in yeah. my opinion. Until this podcast, there was zero backlash. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, it's, that, that's a big deal. And if they if they handled that properly, you got to give them props for that. Yeah. Because there's always a contingent of the internet who's like, hey, I paid 50 bucks 10 years ago. Uh, that you owe me, you know, I'm, I should get this forever. Well, I think everyone's just excited for new features, you know, and the future moving forward. Man, it's hard to complain against new features, man. Yep. If when you look, when one it, of those features is an expanded friend list, it is. I'm they, not looking forward to that. Yeah, they said that. I guess they're going to have some announcements regarding, like, what new features they'll be implementing at E3. You oh, know, cool. You know what would be cool is, it, I don't know how we do it, but it would be great to get our hands on an Xbox 360 that's been in a warehouse somewhere and has the original Xbox 360 dashboard with the blades. Mm-hmm. That's got to be somewhere, right? I think we have some in the closet. We, we yeah, yeah, we might, actually. Because you talk about that that old Halo Halo Two experience being seeming like yesteryear, that 360 experience, that that thing sitting on your desk is entirely different, Jack, yeah. than it was when you, when it first came out. The blades, the blades are so slow. You could probably delete yeah. that update, right? No, I think that's like hard coded, or it's like there's like a chip on the actual motherboard that saves that kind of stuff. That's on the newer ones that have on the newer ones. Memory. Because on the I older mean, ones, I think you can still delete it. Because I, oh, yeah. I I actually I accidentally downloaded the update. To my uh, memory card and was able to delete it that way. Hmm. So you could probably still get there. I oh, mean, there wasn't even. There if was you like, really want to fuck up your system, I'm sure yeah. you can find a way. But there's no party support on that old Xbox Blades and everything. Jeez. Yeah, it's, it's come a long way. No Netflix. <laughs> Did you see that? Uh, Twitter. Did you see that? Okay, no one uses that. I don't think people really use that. Do they? I, I don't think so either. I think they're gonna have to. If they're, if they're, they're clearly okay with shutting off services that are getting obsolete, someone's going to have to make a filter pass through that dashboard at some point and say, okay, we've added in all these other My Community stuff and all these other things 
on this dashboard. We got to go start clearing some of this real estate out. It's getting it's it, it gets a little bloated at times, especially like around the arcade experience where you've got like you've got the you know you've got arcade and then you've got the the arcade room thing game right? room and then you've got the Hasbro Family Fun Night thing and which they're all three separate systems and then you also have the uh, like the game the live games mm-hmm. system which is a whole other thing as well. It's, it's confusing. You know, they have, you know, the way the system works, like when you turn it on, you have like, you know, my Xbox and it shows you like the disc that's in there right now. Your avatar's off to the right. You can scroll mm-hmm. up to like my videos and my community and all that stuff. I wish they would make a my channel where you could pin items that you wanted like to in there. Yeah. Like I want to pin Netflix. I want to pin what's in the drive and I want to pin my games on demand. Right. Like you that's know, like the stuff I use most. I want it all pinned in one place. For all we know, they're totally doing that right now. Yeah. Hey, did your welcome channel come back? Yes, it did. I had to hide it again. What was up? What's up with that? I don't know. Did I didn't say anything I, about I think it was that. after the memory stick update. Like last week or two weeks ago, my welcome channel was back, and I had to hide it. I was really freaked out by it. Yeah, all of a sudden, that, that, that channel on the Xbox, you can hide it. It's the last option on the welcome channel is to hide it. I didn't even notice. I did that years ago, and all of a sudden, I had my welcome channel yeah, back. Yeah, it was weird. Like, if you hide it, then you start on my Xbox, which is very convenient. Yeah. As opposed to, you know. Now they're, now they're doing ads with sound. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't like yeah. that. Oh, really? I don't like that. I think that. they started doing that at the Super Bowl. The first one I saw was Major Nelson talking about being at the Super Bowl interviewing people. Yeah. And yeah. then now I see it more and more. Like, when you just, like, are going, you know, over it, it pops up and starts screaming at you. And when I say ads, I mean just, like, the promo stuff, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah one sure. of those little squares will all of a sudden start yammering at you. The little motion things. Hey, has anything bad happened to you since you dug up the saint in your front yard? <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, I, got, I was nauseous this morning. Hey. <laughs> Any ghosts? No, nothing so far. I, I think I'm well, – I don't want to say I'm in the clear, but uh, – I should I'm, probably explain what the hell you guys are talking about. Okay, so far. Okay, so Monday morning uh, came to the office, and I was very conveniently paying my electric bill online. Thank you, City of Austin. And I thought, I'm going to check my usage and just see what's going on this month because I don't ever pay attention to that kind of stuff. It's something I've never done and I would never do. And I was looking through my water usage, and – I used like I don't know what they I don't know if it's gallons or what the the yeah it's gallons gallons I had used I typically use about thirty five hundred gallons a month and this month in the month of April I had already racked up seventeen thousand gallons and I was like oh, you were fuck. drinking a lot of water yeah <laughs> I was like well great you know I so I ran home walked all around my house crawled up into my crawl space looked around couldn't find a leak anywhere and I called a plumber and uh, the plumber came out and he found that. The pipe in my front yard at a, like a 45 degree bend had broken, severed. And so he had to dig like this four foot by four foot hole in my front yard. And uh, while he was down there repairing this pipe, next to the fucking broken pipe, like next to the break, was a prayer card for like, I don't know what it was called, but it was like Our Lady of Fatima. I yeah, think it, was. What it was. called. And uh, it was laminated and sitting next to the break. And so he handed it to me. And he goes, look at this. And I was like, wow, that's really weird. I wonder. I mean, it's got to, had to have been there for 30, 40 years. Uh, probably not that much longer because it was, it was PVC. I don't know how long they've used it. Mm-hmm. But, um, but it was anyway, it was in there for a while. And uh, I took it out, and I was like, huh. And I, I took it out to show Griffin because she was out working somewhere. And when she came home, I showed it to her. And the plumber filled in the hole and went on his way. And then I was actually talking to Gus and Martha about it at the same time. And they both at the same time said, you you put that back, right? And I was like, why would I put it back? And, th- and they were both like, well, now you're going to die. Yep. And uh, Bernie has convinced me that that was there to ward off a demon. Yep. <laughs> And that now that my protection is gone, I'm screwed. Yeah. If I'm a demon and there's some kind of ward put in the ground to keep me off the premises or whatever, 
I'm going to make a pipe leak right at that spot <laughs> yeah. so that the dopes will dig it up and get rid of it. Convenient. Now, now you've got – I mean – there's a there's a there's a straight path from your house to hell. <laughs> essentially, Gus goes. You remember how Poltergeist started, right? <laughs> yeah. Gonna open your refrigerator and Zool's gonna be in there. And then <laughs> like yeah, then we dug up the one of the bushes in the front yard and found some Indian bones. Got rid of those <laughs> stupid old Indian bones. I told him that that night I thought about going to like the Mexican meat market and buying like a dead skinned goat and throwing it in the front yard where the hole was. But I didn't want to track yeah. wild animals and over then there. Fucking Gavin aimed me at three thirty in the morning that night to tell me that he had just woken up from a nightmare and he, it was so real and vivid he had to tell us about it and it was he and Griffin and I were in the house and a demon was trying to get us and he was, able to, <laughs> he was able to escape to the studio but we couldn't get out of the house in time and that he felt bad terrible because he was safe in the studio and we were trapped in there with the, with the monster well you know what that means the monster's going to attack when Gavin comes to visit Yep. Yeah, so maybe. don't ever let him come back you know what that upsets me because that is not the story I wrote for him. <laughs> the story I wrote for him to aim you guys was much more subtle than that. Was did you really write a story? I did. I set that up. <laughs> I set that up. As soon. I figured it was too fun. It was too convenient. He was just supposed to say not anything about demons or anything. It was supposed to be a sense of foreboding in your house, and he couldn't get out, and he felt like there was something just outside his vision. That kind of a thing. No, yeah. He turned he, into what a fucking Michael Bay. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, Martha and I were also conspiring. What are you? Our initial reactions were genuine, but then after that, we were conspiring. Right. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> I was like this close to digging that hole yeah. up and burying it again. I actually called my mom yeah, and she, asked what I should do. Martha started feeling really bad. She started aiming me very guiltily, saying, "He's calling his mom. Oh no, <laughs> we went too far." They laminated that thing. It's laminated. And my because my mom's pretty religious, and I thought she'll she'll set me straight. My mom because what are you stupid? It's funny. I looked up the secrets. Uh, I guess like the Our Lady of Fatima is like suppose that the Virgin Mary appeared in uh, Portugal, you know, centuries ago, and like she told the people she appeared to three secrets. The three little girls, right? And the first secret was talking about demons buried underground. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and uh, how they lived in fire. Supposedly, also uh, after. A couple of years after that event occurred, some bishop or priest decided to dig at the exact spot where she appeared and uh, dug up a well. Mm. And the, apparently the well's still there, providing fresh water. So, Demon water. A lot of allegories <laughs> there. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Yes, it's all very crazy. Thank you. <laughs> Let's keep bringing I had totally forgotten about it until today. Thank you. <laughs> well, don't worry. I'm sure there's some supernatural creature that has not forgotten about it yet. <laughs> And then in the in the fifties, the archdiocese installed a sprinkler system. <laughs> <laughs> the plumber dug a four foot hole. Oh, hey, when Griffin was in the office the other day, she sent me a link to this. I'm gonna make, try to make you feel better. I'm changing the subject. Thanks, dude. Have you heard about this? HP is selling a 3D printer. That's good. I didn't know those were on the market yet. Yeah, it just came out. It's a DesignJet 3D printer that prints objects out of like ABS plastic. Uh, how uh, how much does it cost? Seventeen thousand dollars. Yeah, Ooh. that's expensive. U.S. <laughs> it's like it's like Star Trek, right? It's, it's like, like a, Star Trek. the replicator. No, it's like something at the fucking fair or showbiz pizza. That's what it's like. <laughs> that thing is going to make little plastic representations of stuff, right? Yeah. And also, in a year, you can buy one of those things for like eight hundred bucks. It's like those laser carvings you get, where like they they laser your face into a brick of glass. You seen those? Yeah. Yeah, I used to work for a company that made that stuff. Oh, really? Did you really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, those, those fucking things, man. I had to, oh, God. That was like the bane of my existence was listening to those fucking assholes who made that stuff talk about how the lasers shoot in and the angles. It, it was it was, it was was maddening. I hate those things. Wait, so what do you do for the company? 
tech support. Okay. <laughs> well, not tech. Well, yeah, IT stuff. Gus tried to get fired, pretty much. I tried. Right? I did try to get fired, and they refused to fire they me. They were giving out severance packages, and Gus was doing everything in his power <laughs> to get one, and they wouldn't fire. Him. I was like the one guy they kept around. He was. Uh, he was the only IT guy in the whole company by the end. Of the day. <laughs> <laughs> and he was. Hey, that's not that that's, that's not going to continue. Legal <laughs> <laughs> this is public record. Gus told. Gus told a funny story. Allegedly, where he became like almost like. A character in a Wizard of Oz movie where he had <laughs> moved all the cubicles around because his whole area was empty, and uh, it was he made a fort out of cubicles, like mega desk, on and the then office. set up like webcam to when people would approach him, he just shout out, "What do you want?" <laughs> it was uh, it was over here where BenBreakfast.com is now. Oh, okay. I was in that entire space by myself. Jesus, we uh. <laughs> Why do you approach the desk of Gus? That place emptied out. Like, they had, like, hundreds of employees in there. And then after, I don't know, eight months after you worked there, it was just Gus and all those desks. And we would go on Friday nights because they had this huge TV in their conference the, the room. projector. Yeah, the projector. We'd go watch DVDs. Nice. It was awesome. Yeah. We spent a lot of time They had there. one of the stupidest network setups ever. They had a line of sight infrared connection. Or what was oh, it? Oh, shit, that's right. Yeah, yeah, it's a laser connection. That went from that building over here to the Littlefield building. Imagine, you know that thing when you walk into a convenience store and you, you break the beam? That's essentially what it was, but for data. Right. Jeez. And Gus had to go line up the beams. No, it was, it was only like twice I ever had to line them up. <laughs> like one time one of the cameras quit working, so we had to, uh, I had to rent a cherry picker. And you're supposed to like get permits and do all this stuff, but we just ran it. I was like, yeah, fuck it. Let's just at 4 a.m. Let's just drive it up there, put some cones out in the street. Yeah. So we just put some cones out there, and I had to get up in the cherry picker, and like it had like a little sight like on a rifle, and I had to like aim it at the other one. Really? At the other building, yeah. That's so crazy. Did what you ha- install it? Uh, no, I didn't install it. They had a contractor put it up. What happens when it like rains? Does no, it, was, it kill it? It was fine. Really? It was just only twice ever. I don't know what happened. If the building shifted or something happened, they, they were like out of line, so the data wasn't as fast. That's I was nice. going to make a joke about it never raining in Austin, but man, it's been awesome this year. Yeah, it's been pretty crazy. Yeah. But it's been good. No, great. Absolutely great. Weather's Lake, been... My yeah. garden is... Lake, Lake Travis awesome. is full right now, which is the first time it's been full in like two years. Really? Yeah. Two years or 2.5 years? <laughs> <laughs> Jack legitimately looks like he's going to kill someone. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. The weather, weather's been awesome. After the le- We've had like two miserable years, but uh, it's the been weather? great this year. Yeah. <laughs> you know who likes the weather? It's bean bears. <laughs> bean bear chags. <laughs> they love the weather in Boston. <laughs> oh, fuck you. So, uh, do you think that anything's going to happen to Matt Stone and Trey Parker after their, uh, their oh, South God. Park episode? Dude, no fucking comment. I'm not getting sucked into that. I don't no. know. I don't give a fuck. You think anything's going to happen to Gizmodo with the goddamn iPhone? I kind of hope so. Is it worse to piss off Muslims or Steve Jobs? <laughs> Which is worse? <laughs> Gizmodo, man, they how how are they still in business? They they pissed off Microsoft, and Microsoft kind of just forgave them the whole Halo thing. Yeah, remember that? Yeah, like, like screw those C- guys. And then CES, they and off the, CES. yeah, CES. Now Apple. I mean, come on. Did like, they do something else? Too? Were, were they on that stupid network with Gawker and Kotaku? Yeah, they hacked Kotaku or whatever the site, right, and put up a bunch of porn. They yeah. put up like Goatsy or something. Like on April, I think it was April Fools or something like that. Yeah, it was a bunch of they did it to a lot of the Gawker sites. Yeah. Yeah, Gizmodo is, uh, they're like the corporate version to me of the dude we talked about at PAX who walked up and tried oh, to download yeah. it and just thumbed his nose while he's doing it. And it's just, I, I honestly, I don't know why people tolerate them. So I, I guess re- stories are coming out now about how the dude did not, the dude who found the phone did not return it to the bar or alert authorities. Or no, anything. he walked away with it. He walked away with it and how the guy, I guess, who lost it was calling the phone constantly and calling the bar constantly and just trying to track it down. Wouldn't you be? Yeah. And how he just refused to, you know, 
Acknowledge it. Like, it was that guy's birthday too. Yeah, he, he turned around and sold it for five thousand dollars to to Gawker. Wait, okay, we should probably back up and explain everything that happened here. Okay. As far as we've been able to compile from internet reports, so Gizmodo suddenly had pictures of the new version of the iPhone, the iPhone supposedly 4GS, which looks very cool. Which looks very very cool. And then the, the way the story came out was that Gizmodo got the photos because. Some guy was at a bar and found his phone in a bar in Northern California, and he just took the phone, then posted his own pictures of it online, figuring it was something new or different or weird. Then Gizmodo purchased it from him for $5,000. They got it, and it was dead. It was bricked. It had been it had been bricked over the course of the evening after that guy found it in the bar. Right. And so then this guy sells this brick phone to Gizmodo, who then takes it and dismantles it. Yeah, literally. And it literally takes the whole thing apart. Takes photos of the circuit boards, everything, puts it all online. Then there's this weird rumor that it's not Gizmodo stupid because it's not an iPhone. It's a ch- Chinese knockoff. And then it turns out it actually is the iPhone, and they get a letter from Apple saying they want their property back. And then there's lots of internet lawyers analyzing the situation, talking about how if you find something in a bar and you know it was left there, that's not a transfer of ownership in any way whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And if you take something that is clearly lost, that is theft. Mm-hmm. And then you sell it, and, and Gizmodo takes this thing and buys this thing that is under law in California, stolen, and then they post images of this thing, unreleased corporate patented item that is essentially stolen. Yeah, and I guess also Cal- California has some law called the Uniform Trade Secrets Act, which they've also violated by taking the thing apart and posting pictures of. By the way, there will be no links to Gizmodo in the link dump. Yeah. Why? I, I I fucking hate that site. I, yeah, um, I can't I can't stand those fuckers either. And I, I mine is a personal thing too was that they have a history of being fucking jackasses, complete and utter cunts. Yeah, I was you know I was really upset at their Halo Three unboxing thing, and then like the explain that the retraction where Brian Lamb, I guess uh, the retraction was the worst. part. The retraction was the worst part. Gets you know this Halo Three swag for the Halo Three launch has got like you know the Master Chief helmet, this UNSC duffel bag. Now, let let me set the tone here, though, too. This is probably two weeks before Halo 3 was on the shelves. Mm -hmm. Everyone was going crazy for Halo 3 going to come out. Absolutely. I mean, it was – everyone's looking forward to that, and Halo has legions of fans, which whether or not you agree with that, it's important to them. And then Gizmodo gets sent this awesome army duffel bag. Tons of great cool stuff in it. And he's just like, oh, look at this. It's the game. It's stupid. Oh, what's this? Dog tags? Lame. And just kind of like very dismissive of everything. Then like just throwing it off to the side. He's, he is. He's literally taking stuff and tossing it over his shoulder. And he, I guess he got some angry emails about it. So then he issued uh, an apology video where he repacks everything back into the bag and then throws it out of like his multi-story window into the parking lot below. Then, and, looks, and at then, the and then looks at the camera and says, Master Chief dies in the end. Fuck you. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if he says fuck you, but he says something like Master Chief dies in the end. I hate fanboys or something like that. Master Chief dies in the end. Yeah. What a great guy. And then, of course, they went to CES with the TV Be Gone and shut off everyone's TVs. Well, they didn't go to CES with the TV Be Gone. A booth at CES gave out TV Be Gones, and, which are these little Info. car remote-sized items that when you push the button, it goes through all the power codes of all the universal remotes. It just runs through them really fast so that you can turn off TVs pretty much anywhere. You can turn off – if you're at a bar and there's a sporting event, you can be the asshole who turns off the TV. Mm-hmm. Why does anyone want to be that asshole? Because people are fucking assholes. Because they, every, every time we do an event like PAX or Comic-Con, I always make it a point to cut out like a little square cardboard, yep. paint it black, and cover the IR receiver on our fucking TVs. Now you do that, so, right? Because I know there's going to be someone with a fucking TV be gone. Who just wants to screw with stuff. But I had never heard of that before this. Like, that had happened. Yeah. Like, that was not a common thing. 
people were saying, why didn't they cover if, – if people were – they if they knew people were going to do this, why didn't they cover their IR ports? It's their fault. It's like, no, you're not. Just like the same thing you don't case your displays in glass because people can come, come up and punch them and break your fucking displays in right. the middle of your presentation. So what these guys – Gizmodo, who – Gizmodo is a blog that celebrates the, the – Gadget culture, right? Yes. They go to CES, the Consumer Electronics Show, while people are making presentations. People are there to work, by the way. People paid a lot of money to go there and work. And theoretically, yeah. fucking Gizmodo is there to work as well as journalists. And they're walking around with these goddamn TV begones, shutting off people's displays, which probably took them three days to fucking set up. And when a guy's making a presentation about a product, he says, here's our new product, and it comes up, blip, the guy turns off the fucking TV from the audience. They, they can't figure out what happened. They think their display mm-hmm. or their – which happens, you know, sometimes your 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 presentation sometimes has technical problems. So they finally figure out, oh, the power on the TV's off. That's it. They turn it back on, start over, and blip, the guy turns it right back off yep. again. God damn, that is fucking unbelievable. And then now they're buying stolen iPhones. And CES lets them back in the next year too. That's unfucking believable mm-hmm. So God, it's crazy. Terrible track record. Yeah. It's crazy. Well, maybe they won't get away with it this time. Well, yeah, I mean, they, they could potentially... Well, who knows? Who knows what'll happen? Well, I mean, they've been all over the, all over the news. Like, that. the one... I think they've got, like, 9 million page views in the last couple of days over all this stuff, which is what they wanted. I mean, they they paid for it, basically. No, they're, they're going to be fine. Nothing's going to come of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it, it'll help them. It'll definitely help them, which is probably the frustrating part. It really is. Look, if you just don't... Just be an asshole. That's the that's the that's the bottom line. Fuck that. Be an asshole if and you, you'll be fine with it. If you want to celebrate the gadget culture, there are other sites. Go to Engadget. Yeah, Engadget. It won't matter. It won't matter. I, I don't think it'll matter. I don't, I don't think any, I don't think anything will happen with Gizmodo as a result of this. I just you know let's just hope that you know they continue to work at that company for the rest of their lives because <laughs> I can't imagine somebody like Brian Lamb walking into a, an actual legitimate journalistic entity anywhere in the world and they're like oh yeah we definitely want to hire this fucking guy. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable! Man, I love it. Everyone got everyone. Everyone got, everyone got a little gust in the podcast. Today. <laughs> did you? Uh, I was showing Bernie this the other day. I don't know if I showed this to you, Jeff. You might have been out. Did you see the story that came out that CBS News broke that every, almost every digital photocopier built since 2002 has a hard drive he, in it? Bernie fucking told me, dude. That no, was just told me, and I told you. Yeah, yeah. That is not cool. So I guess you know if you think of a, a copier, you know any digital copier that you've ever used has a hard drive and stores an image of every single thing it's ever copied. Jesus. So CBS News went to this warehouse in, I guess I think it was in New Jersey, that sold used copiers, bought three copiers totally at random. One was from the Buffalo, New York Sex Crimes uh, Division of the Police Department. (laughs) One was from the Buffalo Narcotics Division of the Police Department. And one was from a hospital. So they opened them up and they said like in an hour, took the hard drives out and dumped every, every copy they'd ever made. They included, like, warrants, uh, personal medical information, addresses of uh, sex offenders, you know, everything. God damn. Oh, uh, locations that the, the police were staking out for narcotics busts. It's fucking terrible. That's horrible. Just think of how, how many times have you digitally copied something? Not only you. How many times has anyone years. Yeah, or copied the doctor's office? Yeah. Or the or bank? Yeah. Yeah, how many times have you copied your driver's license, social security card for stuff? Mm-hmm. Jesus. Yeah, bank's a huge deal for that. Yep. Yeah. So now I want to open up our copier. You know, we just have like a little brother all-in-one copy. I wonder if it has a hard drive in it. Yeah, all the ones they were showing look like major, yeah. you know, Xerox installations, like $5,000 copiers. We had like a little $300 Office Depot thing. Yeah, a little uh, um, toner vending machine. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. <laughs> when you were talking about the 3D printer from HP, what do you think the cartridges on that fucking thing cost? <laughs> it's like, yeah, the printer's $17,000, and you can print probably one little army man in it. And then after that, you got to pay... 
$35,000 a cartridge for the <laughs> molten plastic or whatever that they use in it. Oh, you want gray? Oh, you need to oh, yeah. get upgrade. <laughs> Pretty soon there'll be companies that sell like cheap knockoff, like they'll refill your plastic cartridge for you. Oh, God. Oh, what if that copier stores like a little a little version of anything you've ever made inside of it? Like not on a hard drive, it stores like a little how replica do, of it. How do those toner stores stay in business? Toner stores? Yeah. To, do you know that they once... Like, there's one on Lamar that I drive by all the time talk, when I take early school. Where like they a sell toner. toner store where they sell toner. They sell, like, knockoff toner and or inkjet stuff. Really? Yeah. yeah. Yep. you never seen them. There's one in South Park Meadows. Uh-huh. There's one up north. There, there's one, like, you know where the Starbucks and, like, Panda Express are at Lamar and 38? Yeah. There's uh, one right there. It's Guadalupe, right? Or Guadalupe. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. There's one right there in huh. that, in I, that I, complex. I've never noticed that. Somebody did a really funny analysis when people were bitching about $3-gallon uh, gas or $4-gallon gas. And they broke down everything else we use in our life by the gallon and how much it costs. And it was so funny because I think Inkjet Ink was something like $10,000 a gallon (laughs) when when it came down to it. And I I think number two on that list was mouthwash. Like you pay $18 a gallon for mouthwash. Jesus Christ. I have to look that up. Yeah. uh, Inkjet Ink can cost up to $8,000 per gallon. $8,000 a gallon. I see it here. God, that's fucking crazy. What's that, what else is on that list? You see? Uh, um, hold on, I'm just loading it. Well, they had milk on there. You know, that gas was about as much as milk was sure. at that point. Because that's something else you buy the gallon. But then they were taking things you don't normally buy by the gallon. And how ridiculous they were. Have you seen Have you seen the, the Tower of Oreo? No. Someone took an entire box full of Oreos and made it into one. What does that mean? He means go, go to, they, go took to, the, they took the, the white stuff go out. Go to the Daily What? The Daily What? Yes. They took... Com. They just took all the white stuff and made it in, like, one tall Oreo bookended with Oreo ends. Oh, that's gross. Yeah, it looks terrible. Oh, look. The Daily One has pictures of the new iPhone. <laughs> oh, that looks awesome. That's <laughs> nothing awesome. Dude. <laughs> that's lard. Yeah, that's It's that. anything that you eat. Like, if you look at that, that looks disgusting. You you eat that over the course yeah. of a few days it, if you eat it, a bag it, of Oreos. It makes me think of the Round Rock Donuts, how you can get that one giant donut that's made out of the dough for a dozen. Yeah. You know, like they had on Man vs. Food. I've never really been a big fan of Round Rock Donuts, but... Yeah, they've never really done it for me either. I really want to try that big donut. Let's do it sometime. I like, uh... We live near Round Rock. I like that place over on the airport. You guys did it. It's fucking amazing. You did it. We did it twice. We did it talking about about the grocery store earlier, too. Oh, yeah. uh, Mrs. Johnson's, uh... It's now so subtle, I don't even even catch it when you do it. (laughs) How does it happen? Unbelievable. Speaking of that, Gus and I went to a Vietnamese sandwich shop the other day that was pretty good. Yeah, Lulubee's? Lulubee's. Vietnamese sandwich. I had those... I had those uh, Korean tacos that you guys were talking about. Oh yeah, it was fucking think? terrible. Oh. Yeah, I've had I, that place is a mixed bag. Yeah, I've, I've had great experiences and I've had bad experiences there. So, yeah. Well, I'm a racist, so <laughs> why? I yeah, well, like it. we are uh, recording a little later than normal. Maybe that's why everyone's a little hungry. You okay? What happened over <laughs> you there? Just show me the picture of that. Oreo. That's, that's the one I saw. <laughs> if you chewed that, that one looks much better. That's yeah. horrid. That is horrid. I, sh- I showed you right, Chad. Yeah, don't. I don't want to see. You're supposed to get like a can Why is of it on your thing? Do you have it saved? <laughs> no, because Ber- Bernie was looking at the wrong site. <laughs> he's going to jack off looking at it later. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you got to save it. It's his wallpaper now. Hmm, <laughs> Oreo. I did go. While we're talking about places that we eat locally, though, I'm going to throw one in there for the hell of it. Why not? There's a place, and I can get pictures for Gus to link up. Or a, a pictures, I mean. Of There's a place called Gordo's, which is right across the street from a Mexican food restaurant where we go to eat, but we would never stop at this place, Gordo's, because it's a donut dessert place. God, I've been wanting to go there for a long time. I hear it's great. And by the time we walk out of Mati's, we are usually just filled with molten cheese and corn tortillas and Hell goodness. yeah, you get Josie's enchiladas. That place is awesome. 
And uh, then we go to then we go to Gordo's. But anyway, I went to Gordo's with uh, Flash with Aaron the other day, and the, the the stuff on that menu is insane. Like they have a chicken donut. Yep. And he says like chicken and waffles is what it tastes like, like the best chicken and waffles you'll ever eat. <laughs> Let's go eat there for lunch today. Kind of at a loss. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll send you the list of the menu, and it's just ridiculous. Did ridiculous you stuff. Did you eat one? I did. What'd you have? I had a, a chocolate pudding donut. So it was just like a donut with chocolate pudding inside of it? Essentially, yeah. That sounds really good. It was it was incredible. It was incredible. They have one called Porky's, which is Canadian bacon, cream cheese, and jalapeno jelly. Oh, fuck, dude. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they do not mess around. Did you say you had the pudding one, Bernie? I had the pudding one, it's yeah. It's cream-filled, cream cheese icing, bananas, and vanilla wafers. Dude, I can see you getting fatter reading the menu, Gus. God. I'm so hungry Cherry right bomb? Now. Cherry bombs, glazed cherry topped holes, cinnamon, sugar, and cake mix topping. Oh, man. There's a slow burn, which is habanero pepper jelly inside with a cream cheese topping. Oh, I would definitely eat that. And, and the thing is, they cook them all right there. Like, you have to wait 20 minutes for your donut. Right. Because, like a, is, is it big? Is it like a meal? I, what's a donut? I would eat quality. I mean, is it like a bigger donut? <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's, it's, yeah. I mean, I couldn't finish the whole thing. What does that tell you? Wow. I was trying to show a little bit of discretion. <laughs> so where'd you say it is? It's like right across from it's right across Modis from and the Alamo? Yeah. It's in one of those trailers. It's behind the uh, the oil place right there. They make a donut filled with PB&J. Oh, that sounds cool. <laughs> How does that not good, right? <laughs> it's grape jelly and, pe- and peanut butter. And it has a peanut butter icing on it. Are you crazy? Yeah, that's... Come on. You're crazy because you're sitting here not eating it. <laughs> and I'm sure... I, they don't have it on the menu, Jeff, but I'm sure you can get an alcoholic one of some kind. <laughs> Something like maybe 80-proof donut. Get a, a Guinness donut. Pretty they make good. a dirty berry, which is a, cut out the middle, a man. donut with fudge icing and grilled strawberries. Oh. What is that? <laughs> grilled strawberries? That sounds brilliant. I never thought to grill a strawberry. I want to do that today. That sounds kind of. That sounds like one of the things on the internet sex list. I gave her, <laughs> I gave her a grilled strawberry. <laughs> I got that you were going to say gave her a dirty berry. <laughs> better. There's so many good places to eat that we still haven't been to. We didn't make, start making a list, and we need to, like, once a week, like, lunch bunch it. Yeah, we got to. Well, we kind of did. I mean, we did uh, we did that Your Mom's Burgers the other day, and then Lulubees. last week we did Lulubees. We'll figure something out. Maybe we'll go to Gordo's for this week. Yeah, let's do it, man. Can you eat lunch at Gordo's? We can today. The Funky Monkey, <laughs> Joel, jo, uh, you, you, Jeff, I'm sorry. I'm salivating while I'm talking here. The Funky Monkey has grilled bananas. Cream cheese icing and brown sugar. <laughs> wow. Grilled banana. That sounds great. That sounds great, doesn't it? You can it? grill anything, apparently. Apparently you can. I'm just going to go grill my fridge. I'm going gonna... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm to grill Oreos when I go home tonight. Oh, oh damn. man. That's so good. So good. We got, oh, there's man. so many places we have to eat in downtown Austin before we move out of downtown Austin. That's sad. What about Avatar and DVD? Anybody excited about that? Nope. Yeah, I don't know. Do you know Avatar is still in theaters? Yeah. Right now, you can go see Avatar? It's up to $745 million, I think. I want to talk about something I did. Something sure. pretty cool that I don't know that most people know about. Did we talk last time about the D-Box movie theater here? Mm, I don't think no, so. No, we haven't talked about it. Okay. So there's this thing in Austin that I have never heard of anywhere before. And it's a service called D-Box in cinemas where it's a couple rows of seats and you have to reserve the seat – and they activate it when you buy a ticket. And it's full motion control along with the movie seats. Where do you go to do that? They I have it at the Galaxy Highland. I went to the Galaxy Highland. And I went to go see Clash of the Titans. Which, by the way, is not a kid's movie. So we had to leave. But <laughs> I did have a cool experience, at least for the first part of it, where when they showed the water... And you feel like your your seat's rippling like you're in the waves. What the fuck? And when somebody, like, 
comes up. You know those moments in movies where like somebody opens the refrigerator door and they're looking in the fridge and they shut the refrigerator door and someone's always standing right there mm-hmm. behind the refrigerator door. They have like that kind of moment that normally would not have the effect on me that it did, but the seat like suddenly jerks when that happens. <laughs> so it's like you have that feeling, whoa, whatever. But it was Flash that told me about it as well, and so I thought I'm gonna go check this out and see if it's worth it. But apparently every movie that comes out, they include a D box channel along with the soundtrack, and it has the, they they have people that they're paid at studios to make these movements for the D box chairs. Yeah, does it cost? They're, they're now featuring Clash of the Titans, and it says coming soon Prince of Persia. Does it cost more? It was twenty bucks a seat, but it was worth it, right? It was pretty cool. It looks like there's. 18 theaters in North America that support it and one in Japan. So can you get uh, – can you do like 3DD box? Yeah, it was 3D too. So I, I felt like I had this whole apparatus. That's fucking crazy. I was like Iron Man going into battle. I had like my <laughs> I'm strapped into my seat, all this other stuff. And I'm just to watch Clash of the Titans. Shitty Clash of the Titans, by the way. Yeah, that's too bad. Yeah. It wow, is. that's I'm going to check that out. That's really cool. There's also – on, along those lines, there's another service they have. Like they have like ultra HD theaters now too. Yeah, X- there's XD. one in Austin. XD. Yeah, yeah it's, it's up north in Pflugerville. Like, I guess Regal Regal Cinemas does that. But there's so many of the movies you want to see that go on IMAX anyway. That doesn't appeal to me. Yeah, I hate L- like going to see IMAX and fucking Flash. He, I'm gonna kill him because we were talking about this. He was, t- you know, touting this service that's up in Round Rock, which is north of Austin. Where they have this ultra HD movies, he said slightly smaller than IMAX screen, and I said, I'm a, "I don't want to tell you guys this." I said, "Well, I'll just go see the IMAX if that's the case." And he says to me, "This son of a bitch," he <laughs> says, "I can't go see movies at the IMAX anymore because if you look towards the top left corner of our IMAX theater, there's a big stain on the screen, um, like a water stain or something, and I don't know why they haven't removed it yet." And now that I've noticed it, every time I go to movies at the IMAX, I can't Why say anything like that. Why did you say this? Why did you say that? You fucking asshole. And I'm like, damn it. I'm like, you dickhead. I go, why did you tell me that? And I go, now I know I'm going to go back to this fucking oh IMAX, God. and I'm going to see that fucking state up there, and I'm not going to see it. I'm going to see it, and I'm going to walk out. Like, five minutes into the movie, I'll be like, I, 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 I don't even know what's happening because I'm staring at a fucking I ruined it. You're, fu- you're all fucked. You're all fucked with me. It's like when an asshole points at a dead pixel on your monitor to you. Yep. Yep. God damn it. You don't see anything but that fucking red pixel for the rest yeah, of your life. the rest do you? of your life. Yeah. But you know what you should go see? You should go see Gus, and okay. you should go see because it make you smarter, Jeff. Okay. You should go see Hubble 3D at IMAX. I really want to see that, except great. I can't see it because there is a fucking water stain on the do screen. They show it, do they show it in XHD? <laughs> it looks like a nebula, though. I haven't been back since he said it to me. I'm in the same boat you are, Gus. You know, when we... Uh, I had a really cool experience. When we did the Alamo event for uh, you know the Season 8 premiere, uh, I got to go up into the projection booth at the Alamo and South Lamar and uh, and see the 4K projectors and like interface with them and try to like get our hard drives working and... All the projection. That stuff's really cool. It's fun, right? That stuff's fucking awesome. It's fun. It's just like this giant box with a USB port and a power port. And a huge light. <laughs> yeah, and a huge light. And like this little touch screen. It looks like a like a home like a fancy home theater remote. You're like, import my movie, please. Yeah, that's awesome. That is awesome. That's really cool. Did you take any pics? No, no. I felt I felt weird. Yeah, I hear you. Doing that, but it was really cool up there. You have to walk through the kitchen at the Alamo South Lamar to get up to the projection room there's like a like line good fellas. Like good fellas. there's like a line <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. there's like a line that says like only projection is from this point or whatever and it's like you get across that it's yeah. pretty cool and i saw that on the stairs going up to the projection room they had a uh you know a movie in a case right there and i looked at it and it was good burger was like, <laughs> good burger <laughs> good burger awesome keith and kel that's awesome you know, I would think, too, if Gus whipped out his camera in the projectionist booth, you'd hope that the projectionist would just knock him out. Yeah, right? Right? <laughs> He's probably what, trained. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I wonder uh, if he has, like, an in-case-of-idiot-break-glass. 
Yeah, yeah, there were like signs everywhere that was like no liquids past this point, and of course the projectionist yeah, yeah. got like a giant glass of water. Just did like you have walking to, around by the sign. Did you have to put on like a clean suit or anything? No, no, no. Good. It was really cool. <laughs> You're like a dealer in blackjack. Like <laughs> nothing in my hands. Get out of here. It's, it, I mean, pretty soon movies are going to be. I mean, if you look at the memory sticks we have, you could probably th- fit a theatrical movie on a memory stick or at least a small hard drive. Yeah, he he showed me uh, Alice in Wonderland 3D. It was a hard drive. And it was like a, it had like a like a case on it, like you see like server hard drives, you know, with mm-hmm. the ra- you know the sliding rails and stuff. It's like, oh, yeah, here it is, Alice in Wonderland. It's I, got, and it had like a USB. It was like, and on the back of the attachment had like a USB port. And he's like, there it is. I, I, I read recently that the NSA has developed a method by which they can detect storage devices hmm. for security of places. Wow. That's cool. Do you remember the old NSA Tempest project? No. What is that? It was a project. I don't know if anyone ever fully proved that it existed. But remember how, you know, now nowadays monitors are all flat panels. But it used to be monitors were CRTs. Yep. And essentially, you know, it's the way a CRT works is there's an electron gun in the back that shoots electrons at the screen, and the screen catches them and displays what you're seeing. Well, the, ele- the screen doesn't stop the electrons. The electrons keep going. You know, they go past you. So Tempest was a project that supposedly existed where they could park a van filled with equipment and then reassemble all those electrons for all the CRTs in like a one-block area and see everyone's screen. Wow. That's like true lies stuff, man. <laughs> Pretty yeah. cool. That's like enemy of the state. Yeah. That's crazy. You know, I was thinking about this with the guy on PAX 2 who was taking – the game should get a lot of publicity. What was the name of the game again? Breach. Yeah, Breach. How can I forget that? That game's <laughs> fucking cool looking. Yeah, that game should get all the publicity in the world for what they had to go through. But you know what would be interesting is device, which I don't think I've ever seen before. Gus, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, is RJ45 storage where you had a storage device that you put into an RJ45 port. Hmm. So then essentially you're using – I know USB – 2.0 might be faster than no no it's not right Mm-mm. so what if you had why don't I have RG45 like on a laptop I've got an RG45 port that I really never use ever ever why don't I have a little storage device I guess power is the main issue yeah you can't send a lot of power over RG45 there, there is a power over Ethernet spec but I don't think network ports like on a laptop would I think give a laptop already give it yeah right. give away the power there you go see you could cool. have, have a little battery in it it'd be fast and you know it's People might block USB ports on something. It'd be a nice little spy device, you know? Mm-hmm. People don't think about that RG45 hanging there. It's probably been in existence for, like, 30 years. It doesn't seem like there would be a thing, like, I could, I wouldn't even need a port. Like, I just set something on a computer, and it would pull all the data magnetically from the hard drive. Uh, have you ever seen, like, I've, I've seen similar things, but have you ever seen, I know there's a USB storage device you can buy that looks like a broken, like a frayed USB cable? Yes. It looks like, you know, like this end right here. Like, this is your device, and then, like, right here, if you imagine, like, this is frayed, or, like, it got yanked off and cut off, and all the storage is actually up in here. Huh, that's and crazy. That's kind of cool. It's not... To me, though, it, <laughs> I understand what they're saying is, like, it's supposed to be a device that doesn't look like a USB device, but honestly, wouldn't a mouse be more fitting for that? It, it's a USB storage device, but it looks like a mouse, mm. because you don't have a bunch of broken cords hanging on the computer. <laughs> Nobody does. It's going to stand out even more. Or, like, those little USB... Um, the mice now come with this, with the wireless mice where they need their own USB dongle, but the dongle is flush with the end of the USB port. It, mm-hmm. it only sticks out, like, maybe an eighth of an inch. Yeah, I've seen that. Or possibly a quarter of an inch away from the actual laptop itself. Super low profile. Huh. And, like, something like that that was storage, that doesn't stand out to me. That's that's more interesting. Yeah, that might be a little too small. Like, they need space for the storage stuff. Yeah, or they could transmit it wirelessly. That's true. That's even better. You just walk up, put that in a machine, and then you have access to the machine through USB. Mm-hmm. Dun, dun, dun. Spy stuff. Dun, dun. I assume there's security in the OS that you can't access a device through the USB port? Why not? Right? Could you? Yeah, I don't know. 
I don't see why you wouldn't be able to. Look at us, dude. We're bringing down the government right here <laughs> on the podcast. All, All right. great ideas. Let's go bring down some lunch. All right, let's do it. All right. All right. Well, uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Hey, can we eat one of your chickens? Uh, in two years. <laughs> when I they stop laying eggs. I can't wait that long. <laughs> All right.